Welcome to Fast Cars, Fast Girls. We are your IndyCar experience. And this week, we have a special guest. Um, I'm sure you've seen her on social media. You might not know her real name, but you definitely (laughs) know her persona as the Retro Rebel. Welcome to the show. That was a good. That was kind of a hype. Uh, hype there. I, I'm. I'm proud of that one. Thank you. I've had a couple <laughs> days off work. I'm feeling good. Feeling energized. There you go. That's all it takes. <laughs> oh, it is. It is. So, retro rebel. Do you even have a real name? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it is Olivia. You don't oh, have to give your last name. No, you no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no worries about that. That's a really pretty name, also, by the way. Just want to put is. that out there. It is. So, Olivia, are you feeling okay? You're usually the one asking the questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I am. That's, that is true. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm pretty excited for this. So. <laughs> yeah, um, you you usually come to interviews super, super prepared. Um, welcome to this interview. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she puts us to shame. Yeah. Um, what, how do you, I? this is going to be like the weirdest first question, but like, Walk us through how you prep for your interviews, because A, you have, if, if you guys haven't checked her out, which is a shame, um, B, you should, C, you have fantastic interviews, you ask really great questions, yeah. uh, how do you, how do you prepare for an interview? So, it usually depends on the person, sometimes, mm-hmm. if we're going to a convention, I see them and I start researching if I don't know who they are, and me and my dad, we talk about them, and questions pop up in conversations, and some questions uh, are from him when she had when you know when he thought about them and kind of all compile it together and then we you know rewrite some of them to make them you know sound a bit uh, more grammatically correct. Yeah, <laughs> a little more polished. Yeah, a little polished. But uh, yeah, that's how I write the questions. And then you know I'm very good on camera, which people think. so. You know I, I I just bring that energy to the camera and the conversation. <laughs> and you know sometimes for uh, when I'm interviewing people, it's not really just interviewing, it's more of a conversation. So that's what makes it seem so smooth. That's awesome. Absolutely. And I agree. That is what makes it seem so smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, and, and it puts the drivers at ease. I um, say, so I feel like the, the three of us have similar interviewing styles of kind of just fostering that organic communication and it makes the drivers more at ease or whoever you're interviewing. And then you, you get these great gold nuggets of sound bites or information from them that, you know, you wouldn't have gotten if it was a real, you know, kind of too straight interview that felt very formal. Like when I'm interviewing people, sometimes they'll say like the coolest things. And I'll be like, I didn't even know that. I've, I've never seen you say that anywhere. So it's like, wow. Yeah. That's it's always fun. <laughs> it's fun. It is fun. So for for our listeners that may not know who you are, tell us a little bit about the Retro Rebel brand. So, um, hi, people who don't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I interview celebrities of all kinds, athletes, drivers, voice actors, actors, comedians, and I... I make the questions and then I go and meet them wherever they are. Sometimes we'll track them down on their Instagram or Twitter. <laughs> we'll, we'll find them right at the spot because uh, sometimes they'll be, you know, hanging out at this place, you know, like a, co- a comedy club. And, and then 
we'll go there, wait for a little bit, and then once everyone is gone, we'll be like, hey, you want to do an interview real quick? We'll come prepared with the questions and everything. It's So that's what we do, and then we post it on YouTube. Woo! <laughs> I mean, that's, that's great. a great plan. Yeah, I, I love following their social media. So if you see they're out and about somewhere, it's like, eh, we got some time. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love it. So how long have you been doing this? It has been two to three years now. I think this is going to be like a third year we're doing it because we started okay. in like 2018. Yeah. Okay. 2018. Yeah. And at first it was going to be like a you know, retro gaming channel. <laughs> so it took a little while to be like, oh, well, let's make questions and go interview people instead. To click them. Yes, that's what we we're going to do before, but much work the necklace. Oops. <laughs> but, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, okay. So is that why I say why the name Retro Rebel? That's the retro in it. Is that it was going to be retro um, video games and stuff. Yeah. Originally, you remember. That, that was originally going to what it was... Uh, RPG. Oh, RPG. <laughs> oh, so ah. super cool. So what happened that kind of, was it like a, um, what transformed it from gaming to, to interviewing people? What was that kind of spark? Well, I used to live in uh, California and you might have to go down and meet like uh, Katy Perry and, you know, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. That was another one I was thinking of. Um, <laughs> and we used to just talk to them and get their interviews. I mean, not interviews. <laughs> autographs and once we moved to florida you know we were like oh let's start up youtube because i watch youtube all the time and then we were going to do gaming and then we realized oh we can just go out and talk to these people on camera instead of you know not doing anything we can make you know great videos out of it very cool yeah that is awesome oh wow i'm here for it this is this is just this is great <laughs> yeah so you cover all kinds of athletes and celebrities, but we do see you around IndyCar quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, so is it the Retro Rebel brand that sparked your interest in motorsports since you were going after athletes, or did you already have an interest in motorsports? Well, I already had an interest in motorsports, but my dad kind of got me into it. I was also, you know, I used to go to races <laughs> when I was, like, really young. And uh, whenever we'd go to races, we were like, oh, well, let's ask drivers questions because, you know, they're athletes. And then it's kind of just became, you know, very relevant since the drivers are so nice and will always talk to me whenever they have time. And now they now they know me. I'm kind of a part of it. So it's just kind of something we do now. You want me to interject a little bit here? This Go is for it. Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, like... I, I worked in film out in California and I would take her around to meet people and she would go do that. We would go get autographs and things and she would talk to people and ask them questions. And when she wanted to, when she got a little older and she started getting into YouTube, she's like, I want to be a YouTube star, dad. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Don't, don't ever, doesn't every kid. Right. So one of the things they do mostly are unboxing videos and playing games. I'm like, all right, we'll show you playing old video games. How about like old school Nintendo games? It'll be, you'll be like the retro princess girl, which is RPG, which is what a type of video game is all very, you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, it, and then it never happened because I'm so busy doing other things, other projects and stuff. I was making music videos and things with people around here. It, I never got around to doing the setup for everything. But one day we were in Sonoya, Georgia, where they shoot The Walking Dead. And uh, I was like, hey, let's go meet Andrew Lincoln, the star of The Walking Dead. And that's where it started. I was like, well, why don't you, you know, I've always wondered this. And she's like, well, I wonder this. And so, 
So for a while, we just did actors and comedians, whoever we could. But then when St. Pete came around in March of 2019, you know, I take her to the races. I've been a racing fan all my life. I was like, hey, let's let's just go ask them questions. We, you know, you've got you've asked me stuff. I'm there's things that I've been wondering since I was a kid. So let's just kind of mix them up, do a little research and you can ask the IndyCar guys some stuff. And so just like any other event, we went to the St. Pete Grand Prix and she did her thing. But the reason it turned into a racing channel is because they were so nice. The community was so amazing to her and everybody was so taken with her that it just kind of naturally organically came together. And now it's like they, they give her the most attention of anybody. And so that it's, it's kind of taken on a life of its own at this point. When Terry Lingner saw her from NBC interviewing Marco Andretti, Mm -hmm. he was taken with her that Marco even wanted to talk to her. (laughs) Like he doesn't get, (laughs) pretty camera shy with the media so uh you know and then uh the whole alex zanardi thing that, mm-hmm. that happened at oh, daytona yeah. that kind of gave some people an idea of oh well if alex will talk to her then i'll talk to her and colton was the very first interview when we went to the rolex 24 uh and from then on like there was a there was an nbc guy filming her in the background and people when we went on the nbc tour when terry took us in st pete to show us everything people were recognizing her from the production crew they're like hey we saw you at you know daytona cool so it's just organically kind of rolled into this and after a while you know you're like okay we're obviously a racing channel now so (laughs) we still love to talk to comedians and you know everybody else who comes through but especially now with covid there's not a whole lot of anything going on so now we're definitely focused on uh, on doing racing stuff yeah yeah. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. And it's it's funny how, you know, one interview with one person just kind of opens the floodgates. Oh, yeah. It, it definitely does sometimes. Oh. So, yeah, I see. Because Marco Andretti, Marco Andretti is a little camera shy. So, <laughs> and, um, yeah, you guys do a great job of just being out and about and where they are. Um, you'd make excellent stalkers. Um, mm-hmm. But... But it works out really well for uh, for your content on the YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> and I, I love that you ask, you know, just things you're wondering and don't stick to the, the same scripted questions that it feels mm-hmm. like kind of everybody else asks. Um, it just, it really stands out. And uh, by the way, the Retro Rebel brand has amazing merch. There mm-hmm. are Retro Rebel stickers all over my fridge right now. <laughs> or uh, magnets. There are there are stickers too, but also magnets. Um, so, what type of motorsports do you think is your favorite to watch? IndyCar. I mean, that's a pretty obvious answer, but <laughs> I mean, it is the best. I did grow up with it. Yeah. Like watching the cars, I always do, and the drivers. Since I have such a connection with them now, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I want this guy to win some season to lead or. Yeah. I want I want this one to win right now, and this one's best at this track. <laughs> Isn't it funny? The more you get to know them, the more you love all of them. You would think that it would narrow down your favorites, but it actually makes you want to root for everybody a little bit. Because it's like, oh no, our Graham Wright Hall is falling behind, but Colton's in the lead. Oh, I don't know who I want to win. <laughs> oh, she's in second place. It's like, oh. Yes. <laughs> Right? It's like, part of my heart is broken. Part of my heart is super excited. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Colton Herta, he is a fun interview. Mm, he's just a fun guy. He is a fun guy. 
that really only gets difficult when you go to talk to Graham Ray Hall and he's like, Hey, you know, I know Colton's your boy and all, but, uh, <laughs> and <it was> like, <laughs> now we feel bad. Cause we, you know, we love you just as much, but you know, uh, like, uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> so we have a hilarious Graham Ray Hall story. Um, that, that we also feel a little bad about. So it was mid Ohio in 2019 and we had pulled up, we had created a hotspot so that we could have Wi-Fi in the tent campgrounds at Mud, Ohio. Um, and a friend of our son was in a race that we all wanted to watch um, on a dirt track. And so we like pull up the feed and we're watching that. And that was the night that Graham Ray Hall and like half the RLL team was going around giving out prizes and talking to people. And we're so into this race that they stopped by and they're like, hey, we were and we we're all like, shh, there's a race on. <laughs> we're like we'll be with you in a minute there's only five laps left and they left and afterwards i was like i i feel so bad for them they were probably like what the hell not now graham ray hall there's a race yeah. on not now <laughs> that's okay oh we chuckled about that we, we we were like come back later they did not Mm-mm. no they did anyway. not Oh, but yeah, IndyCar is fantastic. So you also, I say, like you said, at the Rolex, um, follow some IMSA. Um, now, have you been to Sebring? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, because you guys are in Florida, so you're, I mean, you're right where you want to be for oh, yeah. for, for all the endurance races here. <laughs> we haven't been to Sebring for IMSA. Uh, we've been up there. That's the that's yeah. the famous story that Tommy Kendall likes to tell every time she comes on the tour show is that we waited outside for him for five hours because yeah. we thought we didn't know what the pricing structure was to get in. And it's like a three day super ticket, and there's two of us, and we had family come. It was like we thought it'd be just kind of general admission to get in. So we didn't, but we were like, well, we, we came up here to talk to Tommy, so we'll sit here and wait for him. And one thing at least, he thought we were coming in. It was a big misconception. But So we never have been to Sebring to see the IMSA race. Maybe, hopefully in March. I think that's what me and yeah. him, we've been talking to Tommy about doing some stuff. Awesome. And uh, But Sebring, we go up there all the time for, for testing. Oh, yeah. 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 We're just up there for testing. Yeah. yeah. I think we just went up a few days ago, actually. Yeah. yeah. To, to film yeah. Mm-hmm. That so. was really fun to see. I appreciated yeah. that. I know I'm I'm always jealous when when you go or when you when you tweet out and you're like does anybody know and I'm like okay I can hook you up with this person and then there's a part of me that's like damn I wish I lived in Florida too I would love to also go <laughs> <laughs> oh all that off-season testing down there with your nice weather yeah the, the, so it's really hard to walk in sometimes because you got bugs all at you but it's, <laughs> you watch the cars <laughs> It is. Are you guys still going to go to the uh, the Rolex? Uh, maybe. Friday. On the fence. Yeah, I think I think so. Well, yeah. She hasn't been. She doesn't know this part, but uh, like I've been texting with Tommy, and he's been telling me how Tommy Kendall, how restrictive everything is for the Rolex Twenty Four, and that. They're set up. Yeah, I know you don't know this. <laughs> I literally was texting him this morning. Uh, he was telling me that you know they're very restrictive and that the if you have a hard card for the paddock for him, so then you can't be in the fan zone and you know you can't keep going back and forth basically. Mm. The gotcha. He said that in, it's like being at a zoo and looking at the animals through the fence. <laughs> that there's not much they can do. As far as the race, I don't think we're going to be going to the race, um, but we'll definitely be going up there Friday and hanging out and. Trying to see if we can get on the torque show again, you know? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> got to try. 
which now that you've jumped in a couple times, um, dad's name is Rick. <laughs> we'll officially introduce you. Yeah. <laughs> other, other than just retro dad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it works. <laughs> oh. So what's your uh, favorite track that you've been to so far, Olivia? My favorite track, it's between St. Pete and uh, Indianapolis. Um, well, Indianapolis always makes top of the list. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Yeah. Um, what's the most fun thing that you've learned about a driver from just mm. asking random questions? That one is a tough one. I'm trying to think for all my interviews now. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll give you a fun one to, to ask because it needs to be on video. The next time you talk to Simon Pagino, ask him to do his Donald Duck impression. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's spot on and it's hysterical. All right, we'll let, we'll let you mull that one over. He doesn't, he, he, he doesn't let... Um, uh, Riley. Riley. I'm really bad. I'm not. <laughs> um, he doesn't let Riley sit in his car. He hasn't. He let hasn't. Riley not yet. I'd say the strangest thing we found out. Yeah. Uh, maybe not strangest, not but that strangest, Colton is lazy. But... It's like, really? <laughs> well, I can see that. He's got that, like, you know. That, he's got that chill California vibe. He's chill. It's not lazy. He's chill. He's got that chill, and he's yeah, like, he's eh. just mellow. <laughs> I think many times I have said, I'm like, I know that he doesn't because they all get drug tested, but it always seems like he's a little high because um, he just is just chill and mellow, except when you do things on track he doesn't like. He gets a very hype about that. Uh, but yeah, that is funny. Oh. Although, you know, I am very clean and neat and organized at work and very messy in my own house, so. We're all a little lazy. Right? I'm like, meh, I get it. I get lazy from cleaning too much. <laughs> Truth. Very true. Well, Very what true. would you say perhaps is your your most memorable interview with, with the drivers? Or retired drivers? <laughs> My most memorable interview has to be Mario, which happened not too long ago, actually. Um, I think the only reason why is because he he put he took me uh, we were we were standing by the entrance kind of and I was like hey you want to do the interview and he's like yeah hop on he was on his uh little motorcycle oh yeah like oh okay this is happening now <laughs> that I I really can't forget that one part but Saint Pete yeah Saint Pete of course I mean, Mario was like hop on that is such a Mario Andretti move just such a cool moment though for oh me. my goodness. Yeah. Smooth as glass, just sure. Hop on, yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna hop on this little bike with Mario Andretti. Cool. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I'll see you guys later. I'll be catch you, catch you in the paddock. Yeah, and as yeah. you're just like, oh, there goes my child, <laughs> Mario. I guess he's Mario been... Andretti. Okay. <laughs> the driver, I right, might as well be him, right? <laughs> That's true. Oh, I mean, our listeners know that we do have a rule that you never turn down a free golf cart ride at Mid-Ohio or at any racetrack, really. But I think it goes without saying, you never turn down a free ride for Mario Andretti, and it doesn't matter what he's driving. <laughs> Agreed. Like, Agreed. It goes without saying, you had no choice but to get on. Um, oh. Turn down Mario Andretti. 
so much fun. Yeah, I'm sure that, yeah. I get why that's your most memorable. <laughs> so, Olivia, what, um, I say, remind us how old you are, because you are, so you're still a young lady. <laughs> I'm 13, and this year, September, I'll be 14. All right. So you're right between Molly and I. She has an uh, August birthday, and I have an October birthday. I thought you were going to say age, and I was going to have to just, like, end the interview at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Going? We're not We're not talking age anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... I love, um, I say, I, I love that, that you're young and into the sport because I say we need more young fans, obviously, so that we continue to have fans. Have you had any friends that have taken an interest in, um, in motorsports or IndyCar since you got involved? Anybody that you've kind of dragged to the track? I don't really drag anyone to the track. They're not um, big on racing sports. I did know this one kid in school, though. He watched IMSA, but I was never really friends with him. But, like, my friends, I tell them, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the racetrack. I'm going to interview some people. Do you guys want to, like, watch the race? And they're like, um, no, we're going to watch Minecraft YouTube instead. I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like, as a as a piece of my soul dies a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I will say that I had many friends that I tried to, that I, that I brought to the track and tried to get to be into it when I was um, your age and in high school. And... It didn't ever really go over that well. But then once we were in our 20s, it was a whole different story. It was like everybody that I brought then was like, okay, so how do I get in for tickets next year? <laughs> so your, your time will come. Yes. Yeah, uh, I feel like it's my job to show yeah, the IndyCar community to people and hope they find it awesome, you know? Yeah. Well, we got to rope them in. <laughs> <laughs> right? Get them hooked. <laughs> Because oh. it is, I say, once you get into it, it is so exciting and so much fun to be a part of it. Yeah, and like when you go to the actual races and you, and you see the like the cars go by, and it's like, oh wow, that was really fast, and, and it's like, I I really like this now, and I, it's like, yeah, I mean, it it's a great sport. What do you expect? It's amazing, <laughs> right? You're like, this is what I've been saying. I wasn't lying when I said it was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny enough, my mother, you know, when I, I first went to the Indy 500 in 1992, we moved to Indy. I had no idea what it was except for some, you know, Alan Sir Jr.'s Turbo Racing and some other video games. And mom's like, hey, you want to go to the Indy 500? And it's this thing that happens. I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? I'm nine, you know, I'm bored, let's go. And we <laughs> end up going, and from then on, it was like, you know, you, that was a very classic race. And I sat in the actual snake pit, the real snake pit, before it was yep. torn out of the, the speedway. And, uh, you know, I was hooked from that moment, but, uh, and, and you, wait, you she, said your mother took you at my age mother, Yeah. And so she, snake pit? she did. Well, again, we didn't know what it was. We didn't know it was a snake pit and what it was until afterwards. You know, like, okay. Like, retrospect. It's awesome that I sat there and I remember it was so cold and there was bikers and some guy. Just say, if she knew what it was ahead of time, I was going to try and book her for an interview next. Well, that's the thing. Oh. She, she was, she probably would have still gone for it, but that's the point is that. <laughs> She would, she would take me then every year after that until she got to the point where she could no longer sit in the stands. She's like, I just can't do it. She became a NASCAR fan and, you know, after all of that yeah. stuff. But what's funny is, like she was saying to the point is, you know, yes, has, and have you taken any of your friends or anybody to the race and introduced them? Well, we took my mother to St. Pete for the first time. She's only been to Indy. She's never gotcha. been to any other IndyCar race. 
and she was she just can't stop talking about it afterwards. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, now I gotta tell them. She's like, once you go to a race in the streets and you see how it is, and it's like, oh wow, this is so awesome. And so now she goes to everything. She's invested in the drivers again, and you know because through Olivia's enthusiasm for the sport, yeah. she has now regained interest in it, and yeah. she knows the drivers, and she you know I can easily <laughs> talk to her about stuff now. So. Like if I go and I bring you to one of my interviews, she's like, oh that's the driver you should go interview. Oh yes, we have to make we have to keep my mother at bay around people. <laughs> Especially Mario and Oh, especially Mario. <laughs> we all have those friends in our lives that we have to keep away from certain drivers. <laughs> she like, highly she... embarrassed us with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, on his bus. Like... <laughs> it was terribly embarrassing. But that's my mother. <laughs> like, oh. when Mario, she's like, hey, um, that that's almost like your your, your granddad or something. And it's <laughs> she's like, ridiculous. Like, Grandma, stop. No. <laughs> so... I, we have a little thing in the spring called, um, well, most springs, um, <laughs> when, when we're not in, you know, COVID land. Um, but so I live in Speedway, and so we have the Taste of Speedway. And it's very fun, and all the different restaurants and bars and shops and things have a little booth set up so you can try bits of their food. And there's, you know, a giveaway of, you know, different fun things to all the businesses in and around Speedway. And so I go with my mom um, and Molly and I've been before and it's, it's just a lot of fun and there's a lot of good food and you can, you know, try out things you might not normally order. And so we're going through the, you know, around the room, we get to 1911 grill and it's Sarah Fisher and then the general manager of 1911 and we got our food, whatever, and, you know, say hi and all this. And we go and sit back down and then my mom sees a friend and, you know, gets up to say hi. And then she comes back to me and she goes, Abby, that's Sarah Fisher. <laughs> And I was like, I know. She goes, you didn't say anything to her. I was like, I said hi to her. I, I said hi to her. Like, I, I did. She was like, I'm going to go talk to her. And I was like, okay. She goes over and is just 100% mom um, and was like, hi. Shook her hand. Like, I just want to thank you so much for building a, a restaurant and a business in Speedway. I've lived in Speedway for the past X number of years. I mean, just went full on. And I'm sitting at the table and I'm like, Yep, this is happening. This is my mom, who already went through once and didn't recognize her, went back through to, uh, <laughs> to tell her, that's Sarah Fisher. I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, what would we do without our mothers, you know? I know. Take the good with the, with the crazy sometimes. Right. <laughs> and it always makes for a fun story. So, so that's great. You have to uh, say guard Mario from Grandma a little bit. Yes. Hey, oh, yeah. She's very enthusiastic. <laughs> I love it. Well, and I think there's a lot of people who watch the Indy 500, but don't necessarily follow the rest of the season. Because um, if you don't know much about it and you think that every race is like the 500, you know, you don't, you don't want every week to be 500 miles on an oval. Um, so that's awesome to bring in to St. Pete. And it's one of our favorite tracks um, as well. And such a great race to bring a newcomer to because... The weather's beautiful, the view's beautiful, and it's almost always great competition. Oh, yeah. yeah and I think the, the street race is just miles different from the oval. It is. Molly, your audio changed. I don't think it's on the uh, headphone. Oh, sorry. No worries. <laughs> It was. The dog was just barking, so I had to mute everything. Sorry. I, I know. I kept waiting for you to pop back in. I was like, and... All right, I'll ask another question. Sorry. Um, That's the dog. She's lovely, um, but loud when Amazon is nearby. 
So we, you know, you're so young and so good at what you're doing right now. Do you want to, you know, is this something you, you see yourself doing in the future? Maybe, you know, sports broadcasting or just doing it for fun? Kind of what are you? Um, let, me, let me be like a mom. What are your long-term plans for this? Um, it did start out as something, you know, like, oh, just a little holiday in my free time. But then um, when Terry, you know, saw me and was like, oh, yeah, you could, you know, come work for us and we see you. Ha-ha. Well, I started thinking like, oh, I could legitimately do this as a job, you know, maybe one day. And, you know, even if NBC doesn't work out, uh, I still got YouTube. And if I make it big on YouTube, I mean, you see some of these YouTubers who are, who are like, have millions of subscribers and, mm-hmm. and they look like they're having so much fun. It's like, I want to kind of do that. But, you know, if you know, YouTube doesn't work out, I'll go to college for something. I'll do something. That's for sure. I mean, you already have good investigator skills and do your research. I think you could easily be a journalism major. Uh, I mean, don't, go to, don't go to school wait. for communications. That's that's not a necessary tell. degree. Mm-mm. Yeah, I uh, already tell her that. <laughs> Dan's got a degree in telecommunications. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Rick. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, you got me. You got me here. <laughs> right. It works. I'd say the way you well, ask. And also telecommunications. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah, telecommunications is a little bit different. But That's yeah, different. No, I, think That's I, I got my foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. purpose. <laughs> yeah, but just yeah, just the straight communications degree. Don't you? No, don't make that. <laughs> so Molly, did you say she should or should not be a lawyer? I said she should. the 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 ability to ask people questions and put mm. them at ease is actually a fantastic trait for a lawyer. I said that same thing. You know, like <laughs> in seventh grade, I was in a civics class, and my teacher was like, "What do you guys want to be when you grow up?" And I'm like, "I'm going to be one, a lawyer, or two, a YouTuber, or maybe a crime <laughs> investigator." One or Figure it out and put them all three together. I feel like you've got the skills to make it work. <laughs> or Broadway, honestly. Like, my, my dream job is Broadway, but, you know, that, that's, a, that's just a dream. You know, it might not happen. <laughs> not realistically. <laughs> realistically, lawyer is probably the best bet. <laughs> there you go. It's true. another one for law. Yes. Well done. <laughs> By the way, when you get to law school and you want to kill yourself, you can call Molly and thank her. I'll be happy to give you her number. Yeah, that's also my fault, too, but... It's cool. <laughs> Lawyer might work out as much as she argues around the house. Oh, hey. Hey. <laughs> so we did hear about, I say, speaking of your, your, you know, dream, dream of um, going to Broadway, we heard that you pretty much do every musical at school. Um, so I assume you are on stage uh, and not backstage? Yes. Yes. Okay. Very cool. So are you an alto, a soprano? I really don't know the terms. All I know is I'm, my teacher for the Lion King uh, this year, she grouped me into the ones, which is like the high notes, high notes. Okay. All right. Soprano. Soprano. <laughs> there you go. We helped you. I'm sorry, Molly. I cut you off. No, I'm just saying there you go. But yeah, like I, cool. I try to do every show that I can. And whenever I'm, so, like, uh, for some of the ones that the high schoolers are <laughs> that caught me off guard. Um, I get, like, an ensemble or, like, a smaller part because, you know, the high schoolers, they've been there longer and, you know, they have more experience doing some of the stuff. But, sure. you know, for other ones, uh, like, I, I just did um, High School Musical that uh, in the first semester this year, last year. 
Oh, and I was Ryan. So, you know, I'm I'm still in, like, the, I, was, I was, like, one of the main roles, I say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. But, so I assume you also have watched a lot of musicals. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right. So Molly and I both love musicals. Um, we both were in band. I did musicals. She was always, um, I did on stage. She was always in the orchestra pit. Because uh, they only let our choir do the part. Oh, that's right. Because you went to a... A giant school, whereas I went yeah. to a small school, so you could double dip on all kinds of things. Double <laughs> dipping. Um, yep. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so what's your favorite musical? Oh, man. My first musical was Hamilton, so that would probably be the obvious Ooh. one. <laughs> Ooh. But I, I Did you get to see it in person? No, but I saw okay. I went saw one bootleg because of my friend, and then, and then I watched it on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> there you go. Very <laughs> so nice. I've listened to it multiple times, watched it multiple times. And, you know, when I was in the sixth grade, um, I was such, like, I was such a big fan of Hamilton. I decided to learn, like, all the history and, like, learn what was kept out of the musical or what was wrong in the musical. Like, in one line, Angelica's like, I'm the, I'm, there's no, I have no brothers. That is not true. She has, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. three brothers. She's so like, from a big family, yep. <laughs> history out, and it's like, this is really entertaining. I like history, so. Maybe Hamilton, maybe Beetlejuice. Oh, Six is a good musical. Six, Six musical. is really good, yeah. I don't know what you're talking You do not know anything we're <laughs> talking about, sir. Molly <laughs> oh. and I, I think I can safely say that we have the, fav- the same favorite musical. That ends up being one of the better aspects of, of, of what we're doing is, you know, she will, there's people that, you know, she wasn't too big into racing. She had a passing interest in it because I watch it every weekend. Yeah. But when she goes does the interviews and she watches her videos back and she learns things, she starts to get an idea of stuff. She's learning. And when I take her to, say, a, a convention and she's interviewing anime voice actors for <laughs> things that it's like, I can't help you with any of this. Like, yeah. I don't. Like, that's all her and it's like i learn about stuff from people and it's like oh okay so in her vocabulary also expanded by doing this oh, stuff yeah. and going back and rewriting questions so it's always a learning experience i'm learning about musicals now so. <laughs> <laughs> there you go and what's funny enough is she wants to her 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 dream job is to be on broadway i took her we've been in new york a few times and i took her down to times square and the family wanted to go pass out and i'm like oh we're still up i'm like let's just go down to times square and at let's the go. time in my defense i didn't like me i didn't like really was yeah. into musicals so we went to like uh well, i took her around you know, where all the plays are while they were getting mm-hmm. out the actors are out there from oh like, yeah it was Willy Wonka. Uh, Hello, Dolly, Willy Wonka, you know. I, I met them, she, and I, yeah. I wasn't too big on it at the time, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to go back. Yeah, and that was before we did interviews. And <laughs> that stuff. was before we did interviews, yeah. yeah. She was just talking to the cast members, like, hanging out. <laughs> but she it didn't mean as much to her at the time. She was there where the Hamilton, you know. Sign was, and whenever I look back at that photo, I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> why didn't I like musicals back then? <laughs> Myself, and I still am. That's all right. It happens. It does. It, it happens. Does. But um, but yeah. So you're somebody who, I say, who came in to IndyCar, kind of dragged in by your dad, but then fell in love with it, isn't it? Um, because that's something that we love when there's somebody new at the track is to kind of like answer any questions or give them, you know, helpful hints. Because as I'm sure you've 
learn from, you know, doing your research and investigating drivers and things for questions that kind of the more, you know, the more, um, connected to the drivers and to the race you feel, you know, the more you, you, you feel that on an emotional level of like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm really invested in who's going to win now. Whenever we go to Indianapolis, me and my family and a couple of friends, I think, yeah, we talked about some of my friends. Uh, that's my dad's friends. <laughs> we like cut out the drivers' names and we do like a pick out your pick out the driver and then whoever wins is going to get some special. Like, the driver. The driver. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's always fun because it's always like, oh man, I hope these drivers win, and then everyone's like, I hope these drivers win. It's it's always a fun experience when you get to actually know the drivers and see them race. Like, oh man, who is going to win this race? It was she would always be like, well, I want Hinch. Yeah, I I was. I, I, huge isn't Hinch. that the worst? Is just go, like going between head and heart. It's like okay, yeah, I want them to win the most. Is it realistic based on qualifications? Probably not, but I want it anyway. But I still want them to win. I still want it. It was like uh, I forget who was in the in. The top qualifications for this race, but I was like, I want Hinch, and I want the person who's in the lead. Is it Marco? Is that what I you're think, talking about? I don't know if it was Marco. Uh, you talking about Indy? Yeah, Indy. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, cool. Marco got the pole this year. Yeah, oh, I can't remember who I was think, on third. Was it last year? I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, I don't, but I was like, I want Hinch, but I also want this one, so that way I can win and have Hinch. And but I was like, um, no, actually, I want that one. I was like, when Hinch was on. <laughs> Front row last time, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I don't remember. I have no memory of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. Who will realistically win this? And who do I want to win this? <laughs> right. Those are very different questions. Very different questions. <laughs> like, so. I was like, oh, I'm always going to pick Hinch. That was every year. Yeah, Hinch was what kind of... She... To, to try to make a long story short, I liked Danica, I took a, and then yeah. Danica went out, and then Hinch went in, and then I was always like, "Oh, well, Hinch is in Danica's car," and and then it just kind of moved. Into she gravitated Danica. towards Danica when when she got a little older. I've been bringing this kid to the races because I haven't missed one in you know what twenty seven, twenty eight years since nineteen ninety two. I haven't missed one, and I don't count last year either. So <laughs> I didn't miss that one. But, uh, so she's been going since she was a baby. Like, we had no chance. There was nobody that was going to take, like, she's coming to the race with us, and she's going to sit in the stands, and we'll just cool her off in between, you know, whatever. So she's been going and going and going, but she doesn't, you know, she had, like I said, a passing interest. But when Danica came in, it was like, oh, hey, you know, there's a girl race car driver driving in, you know. It's like, oh, okay, well, that got her attention as, like, a little kid. And, and so she kind of followed along with Danica in that GoDaddy car. And once Danica left that GoDaddy car, it's like, okay, well, there's no Danica left to root for, so who's driving Danica's car? It's like, Hinch? All right, de facto Hinch. And so Hinch, in his personality, of course, yeah. helped bring her into liking IndyCar. Because if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have even had any, you know, ground to stand on with her. Thank you, Hinch. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. That's awesome. That's great. Oh, yeah, and Hinch is, Hinch is so much fun. Yeah. He's a hilarious guy, which, of course, I say we all have mutual friends of uh, Toronto Motorsports. Oh, we do, yeah. So big yeah. shout out to um, Derek <laughs> of Toronto Motorsports and, of course, our favorite artist, uh, Roger Warwick, who has done <laughs> some very fun tunes for not only James Hinchcliffe, but both of, well, all three of us. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that one um, from the, uh, the one before the 500 and, you know, we all liked it. And then somebody zoomed in. I think it was you were the first one. You were like, oh, my gosh, it's got my late my, uh, my logo. And then I was like, oh, shit, that's why we were tagged. Our logo's in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's us. Yeah. Like, oh, fun. yeah. I just thought it was really cool. I didn't even realize we were in there. But yeah, they're awesome. Well, and I know that anybody that we mention you to around the paddock just has nothing but good things to say about you, which is another thing, another reason that I think that you're able to pretty much get an interview with anybody um, and just kind of hang out and wait for it. Um, and I think it is that excitement of you being a new fan and and the fact that you research your questions and it's not just a generic question. You actually ask things that, you know, show that you've kind of investigated things and, and they're very well thought out and well worded. So. And genuine. Yes. It's a very genuine feeling, a good genuine, like excitement you have. I think you're going to go far, kid. Yeah. I don't, apparently I'm in a 1950s movie right now. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Louis, this is the beginning. I think this is the beginning of yeah. A beautiful friendship. <laughs> what we think our fans would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, hear Indy car fans. Indy car fans in general, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, like sometimes I'll find questions from random people on Twitter and, and like hashtag IndyCar questions or something. Yeah, you take and like a general like, consensus of things like yeah. twenty five and eight rule. Like that's a video yeah, that she just published today. Like, you know, it, very... it's not completely relevant, but it still kind of is. Yeah. It's not a hot topic <laughs> at the moment, or Ferrari for that matter. And but it's still gonna get traffic. I assure you of that. IndyCar fans <laughs> still have a very strong opinion about that. Yeah, yes. and, you know, they would like to hear you know people's thoughts. I would think. And yeah. so I brought that to them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, and because you are the, uh, what is it, Gen Z or what are we calling it? Yeah, you don't know. Um, but, you know, you grew up, like you said, with, you know, when you're like, what do I want to do? You're like, or be a YouTube star. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like that just wasn't something that was was a thing when we were in junior high and high school. Um, but you grew up with all oh. this technology and all this media. So it just is kind of like second nature for you to to go out and do this, which I think is another thing that's going to help you do very well in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah. Very cool. So, all right. Well, we have taken up a good amount of your Sunday afternoon, and we do truly appreciate your time. Um, the Bucks are playing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, not yet. I say right now it's Green Bay. Oh. Yeah, the Bucks in Green Bay. I thought it was the Bucks versus the Chiefs. No, the Chiefs are playing the Bills. Oh, AFC, oh. yeah, the Battle of the Bays is the NBC or the. Oh. N- that's right, yeah, because I don't care. It's the replaying the pole shootout in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, yeah, that's right. I don't care about anybody. I was kind of torn because I would be excited for the Buccaneers to win, but Jeez. then also, even though I'm not a Colts fan, I am from Indianapolis, so I kind of have to hate Tom Brady, and I have always enjoyed <laughs> the Packers. So, yeah, um, but anyhow, all that to be said. Where can the people find you? Obviously, you are on lots of social media, all of the social medias. So all tell us, the tell them where they can find you. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, for Twitter and Instagram, it's underscore retro, underscore rebel, underscore. Lots of, <laughs> lots of underscores, but you know, there are other names. Somebody already name. had the other ones. That but... happens. Yes. On YouTube, it's just the retro rebel. So. Very cool. 
Excellent. And speaking of social media, of course, we will link to Olivia's on our social media. Absolutely. I'm doing really well in 2021. Yeah, I think um, the interviews are a little easier because you have to ask them and then it just flows right in. It does. It does. I know. The true test is going to be next week when we have to talk about the Rolex. We'll see. Yeah. We'll Place see. your bets now on whether or not I'm going to remember to talk about our social media. <laughs> um, but you can find everything for us at our website, www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. And we will link to all of Olivia's media um, when we drop this episode on our various social medias. Um, you can listen directly from the website or you can listen to our podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts. We are available on all of them, including YouTube, which is probably the place you want to go for most of Olivia's stuff because it's got the full length videos. Absolutely. Uh, so again, www.fastcarsfastgirls.com. That was a little hard for me that time. That was a little hard for you. Or it was. The, also, please check out, of course, the Retro Rebel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Miss Olivia. So we like to end our episodes with a white flag um, before we wave the checkered. And so our white flag, we're all going to answer, what track would you most like to go to? Like, is it ones that we've not been to? Just like, I yes. want to get like a, okay. Yep. A track you've not been to that is top of the list of a track you want to go to. And let's limit it to U.S. Oh, dang it. Okay. We can do worldwide. All right. How so, about one of each? I got really aggressive there. For that you oh, did. It. You did. Yeah. And I was like, okay, damn. All right. Um, but no, let's do one of each. U.S. Okay. and worldwide. Okay. Okay. So. Get guests go first. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You good? Everybody good? All right. What do you got? Our trip. I, I want to go to Silverstone. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> I just really want to go to London. That's, that's one of the main reasons. But in the U.S. But in the U.S., I'm probably Sebring. I just okay. I've been to so many practices for this. Let's just say IndyCar. IndyCar. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, you've been to that track. What's a track you've not? Oh, say, what's a track you've not been to that you want to go see for the first time? Uh, have, have I been to one? Man, this is. Really you were hard. too young to remember, so you could count that one I again. Can, <laughs> can, yeah, that works. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, took, took, we went to when we lived in LA. I, I, I went out to Long Beach for practice, but we didn't mm-hmm. go to the race. And she was so little that she probably doesn't really remember no, it. She met, like, Joseph Newgard, I think, his rookie year, <laughs> when he looked like just a child. <laughs> yeah. I'd say when he looked like he was a 12-year-old. Yeah. Oh. oh, that's awesome. All right. So, for me, my U.S. one is Watkins Glen, because we've not ever been there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cool history there, and the uh, Seneca Lodge and all that. Um, and then I'm going to have to say Surfer's Paradise for Worldwide. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, U.S. was, was Watkins Glen, but uh, International, Le Mans. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, that's on the list for me. I know. It's on my list, too, but I was like, ah, but also Surfer's Paradise. I mean, yeah. Also, for International, all of the tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about you, Olivia's dad? Yeah. yeah. We, for me. Oh. Hey, we're going to be sneaky and circle around on you. In the U.S., just visiting and just going. I've been to so many racetracks in the U.S. Mm. I, I can't even think of one off the top of my head that I, in, in the U.S. that... You know what? I haven't been to Talladega. I've never been to Talladega. Hey, that would be you gotta do Dega. <laughs> you can't race there one day. <laughs> that would be something. 
You know, that's uh, one of those places that it's like, it's got such great history, even though I'm not a huge NASCAR fan. I would enjoy like Talladega and Bristol. I'm like, they're just kind of iconic tracks for that series that like, I, w- I would go see a race there. I'm yeah, it's, it's on the list. Yeah, it looks like it'd be a good spot. And then yeah. uh, Worldwide Monaco. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, yeah. Before I even knew what IndyCar was, I was playing, like I said, I knew IndyCar from video games. I knew Formula One from Ayrton Senna and playing his video game. And yeah. how many times I wanted to just race Monaco in real life and just be there. And then you find out how hard it probably is to get there. It's like, I want to go to Monaco. If somebody would grant me a wish, it'd be Monaco. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. got the funds to go to Monaco, but I want to go yeah. to Monaco. Yeah, and if you're going to do Monaco, you got to do it right. You know what I mean? You gotta go all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not doing Monaco on a budget. No, no. you get on a super yacht somewhere with somebody, a king or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to do Monaco. Like, like you're so out of touch with real life that you don't even know how much milk costs. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how much you don't care about how much money you spend. You don't even do your own shopping level. <laughs> I'm with you. One day when the when um, Molly and I and, and Olivia are all famous. I hope that we are on a yacht in Monaco laughing about this episode. <laughs> we like, remember that one time? For the, like, that's hilarious. Pour like, me another $13,000 orange juice. Yeah, right. And then we clink champagne glasses and laugh. <laughs> and none of it is on your dime because you've been invited to Monaco. Ooh, <laughs> that's exactly. That's exa- uh-huh. That's the dream. Rick, I like where your head's at. <laughs> yep. It's so like that's money. my... It's like the money, money video <laughs> Mamma mia. Yes. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Well, I think it's about time for us to wave the checkered flag. Um, but Olivia, Rick, thank you again so very much for your time. Again, to our listeners, um, check out Olivia's stuff. It's pretty awesome. And she actually interviewed us as well. So if you uh, check out our YouTube channel, you can find the episode with us. Um, we have put it out on social media before, but eh, we might throw it out again because it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> so make sure to follow Olivia and thanks for listening and have a great week. Thank you. Bye. Bye.